ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Armchair Book and Wrestling Podcast. I am your host. My name is Stunning Steve Barber. And joining me as my awesome co-host is Delicious Dwaylon Davis. Hey, everybody. And, wow, this is going to be, a, I think, kind of an interesting topic. And after the sports weekend we just had, especially when it comes to this, yeah. is a weird, weird just sports weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we got to talk about sports at work, and that led to other conversations that made me think that's a good idea. We could talk about that on the show, but we're going to talk about uh, what exactly did I say? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, da, da, da. I swear I had it right here. Um, oh, come on, come on. Is kayfabe dying necessarily a bad thing? Right. You know, which uh, it, we may stir some emotions on that. I'm not sure. Maybe. You no. Know, I mean, and we're we're old school guys, but mm-hmm. yep. but we also admit. I mean, you can't just hang on to the past and expect exactly. Forward. Yep. You know. So, um, but before we start, I'll go ahead and do do this a little early. Um. I want to go ahead and get our contact list again, foe, because I've also discovered some kind of interesting things today uh, that you and I have been talking mm-hmm. about. It actually kind yep. of makes us uh, happy, but bewildered at the same time. Uh, if you'd like to email the show, it's armchairbookingpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to hit us up on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash armchairbookingpodcast. Same for Instagram. Just look for armchairbooking. On Twitter, it is at bookingarmchair. On TikTok, it is at armchairbooking. On YouTube, if you want to see the videos, and that's the only video platform that we know of, of course. I don't know after today. I mean, there may be some other. It might be. Uh, you never uh, know. I mean, uh, <laughs> before, as far as audio platforms go, we're on just about any audio platform you can think of. If we're not there, let us know, and we would do what we can do to get ourselves added. We've actually been trying to add ourselves to Pandora, but so far, no success. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a hard one for some yeah. reason. I mean, I've. Um, I don't know. It, it's you know, but either way, I mean, we want to be on, uh, and because people have different platforms they prefer. So yeah, yeah. whether they're obscure or one of the better known ones, hey, you know, we I don't have any issues getting this on anyway. It's no harm. No. Um, if you want to find our merch, you can always go to tpublic.com slash user slash armchair dash booking dash podcast. You can find Joylan on Twitter at fat underscore daddy seventy three. Because he is the fat daddy, and along with Big Mama, that'd be his wife, Hope, they also have their own YouTube and TikTok channels where they do other non-wrestling type mm-hmm. stuff, where it's Waylon eats potato chips that are apparently as hot as the sun. <laughs> <laughs> and that is no joke. He actually did that. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, But, I mean, that, that's, you know, just look for Big and Fat, and this, you can find him. You can find my other podcast called The Cubicle Chat on just about any audio platform as well. That's my non-wrestling uh, platform or non-wrestling show I should say and if you go to Apple Apple Podcasts and you give us a five star rating and you give it a review I will re- I will read it on the show mm-hmm. and we've known for a few weeks now that the guys from Wrestling with the Truth have actually given us a review yeah you know, but they're they're in Canada, and they said this has happened to them before. They'll give somebody a review. Well, it wouldn't show up for however long. Right. Today, I was actually looking. I actually Googled the podcast to see 
what platforms we may be showing up on that we just didn't know about previously because there's mm-hmm. a lot of third party ones that yeah you know we just distribute it and some of them get latched on from other ones you know which is also not a bad thing but i also found a website which has ratings and it's out of the uk so it gives us the ratings in the uk and ireland and the united states okay and at some point we were um uh well, actually you know what let me go ahead and read the review first before i go find the charts and this comes from wrestling with the truth and i found this on chartable chartable.com is the name of this website uh, and they're out of the uk it says really enjoy the podcast really enjoy this podcast that's the title it says these guys always give you a great episode a nice mixture of old school and modern product and throw in some independent scene love too Make sure this one is on your regular rotation of shows. And that's from Wrestling with the Truth via Apple Podcasts Canada from the 15th of November. That's how far behind. Oh, wow. Yeah. It is to load. Wow. That's great. Yeah. But I found this on this site and I was like, wow. So I already sent a message to uh, BC letting them know, hey, I've seen the review. It's not popping up on Apple Podcasts, but I have seen the review. And, right. you know, thank you so much. I mean, that that is very, very uh, nice of them to say that. And you know, because that that was a fun show where we're and yeah, uh, we're we're gonna you know we've been trying to be in contact with them, trying to get them on our show because we have been kicking around the idea, and I think it's actually going to become to fruition of starting a, a kind of a series called "Why We Are Wrestling Fans." Mm-hmm. And I've already got three, actually, kind of four, because one of them that actually maybe two people, uh, three people have already said yes, they they would like to do it. Cool. You know, so um, look for that in the future. I mean, that means that we might not be, um, we will we'll have additional recordings mm-hmm. because we're doing it according to their schedule. Right. And and so um, it wouldn't be the first time we've recorded every day of the week. Yeah. You know, at some point. So, uh, but we kind of go by their schedule because if we would like to have them on the show, then, you know. Yeah. We, um, yeah. Yeah. Because people have lives. I mean, outside of here. You know, kids have basketball games and, Mm -hmm. you know, people have work schedules and, um, but this, this chartable, um, I just saw it. Come on now. (laughs) I'm going to look up the show again because I was actually kind of shocked. Apparently we've been charting over in the UK and we didn't even know it. Um, let's see. Right now we are at number 83 in the UK. That's awesome. Yep. Um, rank history. Uh, we have been, it looks like, um, in the sixties, which I'm like, you know, I mean, that's, uh, and people think, well, 60, do you understand how many wrestling podcasts are out there? Right. I, yeah. I will actually take that yeah. right there. I mean, I will use that as a flex. And, you know, so thank you for everybody in the UK who's been listening to us and, you know, helping us get that because, I mean, that that um, that gives us kind of a boost of confidence. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, and because we enjoy doing this, but, I mean, if we get ranked pretty high for it, hey, even better. Even better, yeah. But the one thing, you know, I'm still laughing about this, I discovered that we're on 
we're on IMDb. I remember you were telling me that. <laughs> Somehow we ended up on the, we have a, a profile. I mean, it's, it's extremely bare, mm -hmm. but we've made it onto the internet movie database, which has more than just movies. Yeah. Now it's just, but it, it started out getting called IMDb back 20 years ago now ish. Mm -hmm. I mean, cause it's owned by Amazon now. Yeah. And I can't say, well, just because we're on Amazon, well, because just about everybody's on Amazon podcast, right. you know, or Amazon music and also audible uh, because they, they own audible. Um, but I look, it has every single episode minus one. So I'm guessing it, it may take them a, a, a week or two to update. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, we are on IMDb. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, wow. Um, I don't know if I want to say big time, but I know, right? But but still. I mean it's 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 there. Yeah. And and this was, you know, I I found this out as I was sitting in the the waiting area having my car worked on because I just went in to have the battery changed out and to have an oil change done. I've just figured, you know, and yes, I do realize, you know, batteries are easy to change out. They're easy to change it if you know what you're doing, if you know how to mount them. Hmm. You know, yeah. it's one thing. You just can't go, you know, disconnect. Okay, put a new one in. I mean, you yeah. have to do all the mounting and everything. And um, and I, I don't have the tools for it. I don't have the right. patience for it. And I'd probably end up, you know, running, you know, 800 volts through me. Yeah, um, or blowing my car up. <laughs> or blowing the car up, you know. I, I you know, I, I, But I'm not going to say how much it was, but I got hit really hard in the wallet <laughs> because. Yeah. Well. He, the guy, and he's actually a friend of mine, you know, who, um, who works there at the place. Right. So take the car back and I also had a check engine light mm -hmm. and that one, <laughs> I've had the same check engine light. You can laugh after this. I actually had to go back and look because the, uh, I had gotten a code from somebody else, you mm -hmm. know, you check engine light, you know, they run the diagnostics check, right? got the code, put it in my phone, wrote a note of it. So that way I could look it up later. And so I knew it had something to do with like, the, um, I thought I was thinking it was the fuel injection. No, it's actually a an evaporation leak mm -hmm. somewhere. I I had that that code. I wrote. I put it in my phone six months ago. <laughs> my check engine light's been on for six months. Okay, everybody, go ahead, judge me, <laughs> because mm -hmm. I know I'd see me. I, I feel like you know Penny and Big Bang Theory. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because oh, the check engine light now it's flashing. Yeah, <laughs> didn't hit that yet, but. The guy told me, he's like, yeah, he said this in this evaporation leak. He said, unfortunately, we you have to have a smoke machine to run through it to find where the leak is. He said, and we don't have one of those because they just don't happen enough for, to justify them getting one of those machines. Right. So I'm like, all right. Um, but he told me where to go when it's the same guy that used to fix my Mini. And, and uh, in fact, he saw the Mini so many times I had to, like, get rid of the Mini. And... <laughs> Uh, good. That, I mean, the guy did good work. I mean, it wasn't breaking because of him. I mean, he, right. but, he but he specializes in import cars. But this is, but he he will work in domestic cars. And the car I'm driving right now is a Ford. So, right. But I said, yeah, I, I need to go ahead and get my oil changed too. And I said, okay. He said, do you want me to rotate your tires? Uh, does it cost anything? No. All right. Yeah. Go go for it. Because <laughs> I'm all about the free. Oh yeah, definitely. He comes back in five minutes later. He said, I'm not rotating your tires. I was like, do what? And he's like, yeah. He said, you cannot rotate them tires because he's like, 
uh, and he was explaining basically it was a it was amazing that I wasn't sliding all over the place. Oh wow! Actually, actually, I was sliding some, so I had a feeling I was going <laughs> to do mm-hmm. some new tires. I didn't realize I was going to get all four new tires. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "Ah, oh, crap!" Okay, just when we get the credit cards paid off, mm-hmm. and then this happens. Yep. Okay. So, and, and I, and I know the guy and I trust the guy, like, like I said, I mean, um, I mean, we know each other and our daughters are friends and, um, he goes out there, but 20 minutes later, comes back in. He's like, Hey, um, your pads are extremely thin on the front. Mm. I was like, how thin? He's like, let me go check. He said, I haven't actually given a measurement measurement, but I can tell you they're pretty thin. He said, anything under three. He said, you need to have at least three, I'm guessing like like three, what, millimeters, three cents, something like that. mm -hmm. Um, All the gearheads out there, please let me know. But (laughs) yeah, he uh, comes back in. He's like, "Um, yours are at a two. I'm like, oh, great. It's like, man. Uh, I was like, is it just the front? He's like, yeah. He said, fortunately, it's just the front. I was like, okay. You know, so end up getting new brake pads and new four new tires, new brake pads on the front. An oil change, new battery, <laughs> but they couldn't fix the the thing with the check engine, right? And he's like, "Yeah, sorry about your check engine light. <laughs> you know, costing you that much." He, yeah, I'm coming for one thing, and up paying. You know, it was it. it let me put like this: it was four figures. Which, oh Lord! Yeah, like I said, we just got the credit cards paid off, and that happens. It's like, but I mean, you know what? That's what when we say use them for emergencies. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was for. It's for an emergency, so uh, you know, but at least you know, now the car is not. I don't have to worry about going out yeah. in the morning and and yeah. telling, telling my wife, I need to drive the other car, yeah, and uh, and then she's been sick. I mean, it's just been um, one thing after another, yeah. I mean, um, but. But you know what? Now we can talk some wrestling. That was some pretty interesting stuff I found out today. Mm-hmm. You know about the podcast that I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't. I either. mean, this is and you know. So when we say, I mean, we're on third party stuff. I mean, we really are because mm-hmm. uh, my wife asked me. She said, "Did you put yourself on IMDb?" I'm like, I don't even know how you would put yourself on IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and. And not every I, I looked up other podcasts, True Crime Cast is there, but the Cubicle Chat is not. So I don't know, you know, but yeah, they had weird. Yeah, I mean, they had the connection with Chris Jericho though. Yeah. Because he's actually true. been on their podcast. Yeah. And we have the connection with Buff Bagwell and Wildcat Chris Harris. Yep. You know, so I mean they uh if I, I know Buff Bagwell has a page. I haven't checked if if Wildcat actually has a page yet, or like the guys from the NWF always refer to him as Cat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and speaking of the NWF, got to rep Noah Gabriel today. There you go. You know, Noah's been on the show. He's three been times. on the show more. Um, I think at least three. Is it four? He's been on at least four. Oh, okay. Um, and then there was actually another time he called in. Um, right, right. You know, wait, even before. So really, he's been on five, but he's had four that were actually scheduled. Okay. Um, by himself. Then with Sinclair, mm-hmm. and then he's been by himself again, twice. Okay. Um. Yeah, but no, he's he's a good dude, and 
uh, when I was I was going through doing some editing to some of the older episodes because I uh, found out that the way the commercial placement was, I was letting the system do it. It's supposed to look for uh, silence. Find out that that's not always the case, so it was cutting us off. So if people are going back and listening in the archives, I want to make sure that the commercials aren't cutting off what yeah you you know we're saying like mid sentence and it was doing mm-hmm. that to other podcasts too so i was like let me go in i'm starting to edit them and um you know so i mean i'm i've hit at least one of the episodes with no i think actually maybe the last two but some of that's kind of interesting listening to some of the stuff that mm-hmm. um you know we've been we talked about but oh but anyway so Kayfabe. And, you know, Kayfabe, from what I understand, it's an old carny term. It actually means fake, but it means not, yeah, it's basically, hey, Kayfabe, it means, hey, there's outsiders mm-hmm. yeah. in the area, so shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, don't say certain things. But in, was it 89, one of the older episodes, the mm-hmm. old, old episodes, this man came out and said it is not a legitimate sport. It is sports entertainment. And he said, yes, the matches are predetermined and uh, the people really do get hurt, but it's mm-hmm. not a contest as far as like, we don't know the outcome. It's not right. like the NBA where they know what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had we had to mention that on Wrestle with the Truth. It just yeah, um, that you know we're not going to get too far into that because the <laughs> NBA that that's been rumored for a long time, a long time. Yeah, and after uh, actually after this sports weekend, a lot of people were starting to say that about the NFL, mm-hmm. um, because they were saying that about the Raiders game, how they beat the Patriots and whatever. And I'm like, y'all need to shut up. The Raiders won. That's all y'all need to know. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Uh, you had the Vikings having the greatest comeback in NFL history. I know, right? And against, I felt bad. What's his name? Plays the Colts quarterback, Matt Ryan. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was also the quarterback for the Falcons in the Super Bowl. Yep. With the greatest comeback against, you know, his team. Mm-hmm. I will say this before we get back to wrestling. Matt Ryan does not play defense. You cannot <laughs> put the blame on him. Yeah, I mean, they could have been putting more points on the board, but. Yeah, the defense I, are the ones who allowed the other team to the score. The score exactly. So, and the Patriots—that was just dumb. <laughs> Did you watch? I'm pretty sure you've watched the yeah. video by now. Yeah, uh, that video is going to be shown for years to oh, come. Oh yeah, long, long time. Um, another video that I hope will be shown for years to come is North Carolina hitting that buzzer beater to mm-hmm. go into overtime against Ohio State and then beating yep. Ohio State. <clears throat> And I and I wasn't watching it because I was actually spending the day with my son. Mm-hmm. We were at scene seventy five, which I thought that was like a local thing. I didn't realize there was like places in Chicago and things like that. I thought the seventy five was for I seventy five. Oh, okay. But it's like a, um, it's the same concept as like a Chuck E. Cheese or David Buster's, but it's kind of somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. You know, Chuck E. Cheese is really for smaller kids. David Buster's is really for just adults. Yep. Yep. Scene 75, you know, kind of is somewhere in between that. And 
we, you know, the coin sweepers, the coin push games. Yeah. He loves those. And I said, look, we're not going to spend our entire time on, on those games. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you did. Well, we did mostly. I mean, three hours later, uh, what I say, 33 hours, 33 of the little cards, because they have cards that were dropped too. Um, they have plastic tokens. And then sometimes the coins themselves managed to slip through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We ended up cashing in. We had um, close to 4,000 points that we could. Oh, wow. In, you know, after all that. Yeah. Um, but I missed, you know, I did, I, I started keeping up with it, with it on my phone. You know, I didn't want to watch the game while we're supposed to be, excuse me, out, out spending a day together because right. we don't get to spend, do that very often and was not able to go to Covington. Um, that's one thing I don't, I don't regret missing though, because I got to spend the day with my son Right. and Covington with it being so far away and the temperature, I don't know if you've noticed, but it's been dropping mm-hmm. a lot. Yep. I don't want to be 45 minutes away and all of a sudden I can't start my car. Right. And I don't, I don't want to be down there with my son and not be able to start my car. And I mm-hmm. didn't think I'd be able to go anyway because I woke up Saturday morning. My throat was just, uh, yeah, I, I saw like, your Facebook uh, post. You didn't, you weren't feeling good. Yeah. Um, you know, because there's a, there's the flu has been going around here and I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh, great. Uh, I found out today a coworker has COVID. Um, it was a coworker who was with us in Louisville. So mm-hmm. we were all sitting in close proximity to each mm-hmm. other. And, uh, one of us now has um, the COVID again, and all of us have had it at least once. I've had it twice. I think that person has also had it twice. And Yeah, my whole family's had it twice. Yeah. It, after a while, I'm like, you know what? I'm, I, if I get the trifecta, <sighs> you know, I, I, what, I have like a punch card. I can at least get like <laughs> a, a free coffee at Dunkin' or something. I don't know. Well, we've um, had COVID twice, and then everybody's had the flu. And that was so awful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, back in the, the territory days of wrestling, it didn't matter if you had the flu. Mm-mm. You still had to work. You still had to work. And and see, and that's what that's what really brought up the, the topic today uh, when I was at work, because we were talking about all the stuff that was happening, just a crazy, crazy mm-hmm. weekend as far as, you know, the NFL. Um, the bowl games have started. I couldn't tell you really who's won any of them. Right. Um, but, but yeah, the bowl games have started. World Cup was this weekend. Uh, Argentina won. Um, a guy at my church, his um, his family are originally from Argentina. He's extremely happy. Yeah, I bet. And, yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, so, I mean, it, it, it led to the conversations of, okay, the guy on the Patriots threw that stupid – 45 degree backwards mm-hmm. into the hands of a Raider linebacker who used to play for the Patriots mm-hmm. and they lost the game. We're thinking, well, that guy, he's going to be benched for the rest of the year. Yeah. And, and that also led into conversations of, well, there used to be coaches. It didn't matter. Didn't matter what was going on. You were going to go out and play. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter if you just had a concussion, you were going to go out and play. In fact, that I saw, was it, I think it was in college and I, I can't remember. I saw this video today and I don't remember how I stumbled across it. It was a player who had been knocked loopy mm-hmm. you know, on a, on a play and he was up at the line and you could tell, I mean, he was and his teammate actually was the one who said, stop, stop. He didn't even say timeout. He just said, stop. Right. You know, injury, you know, because get him off the, you know, he, he's going to end up hurting himself. But 
my alarm keeps going off for my diabetes sensor. Being weird, saying the signal, can't find the signal, but when I'm literally sitting right here. So maybe if I scan it, it'll shut up. <laughs> maybe that battery needs to be changed. All right, what's it say? 131. Oh, you're good. Yeah. Especially if you just ate not too long ago. That's really yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, unless actually you're trying to get it higher, then well, that's uh, no. <laughs> no. no. Mm -mm. Um, but you used to hear about these college uh, coaches, you know, NFL coaches, all the way down to like high school, maybe even younger than that. <coughs> where, you know, get out there, tough it up, be a man. Mm -hmm. Which is such a BS attitude. Yeah, that old toxic. You know, toxic mentality. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you're not tough. You're not tough. No, the kid has a concussion. Yeah. In fact, I mean, we just found out not about 10 minutes before um, I came in to set up Zoom. Oh, one of my wife's friends, her son, uh, who's actually, uh, Leighton has been kind of friends with him, but this kid's also the only kid who's ever been banned from this household because mm. uh, he, he stayed over here once and yeah. Um, I never want to punt a seven-year-old so bad. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, well, the kid, he also plays football and, but he also has a lot of other health issues mm -hmm. and apparently he's at the hospital right now. And because he passed out, and then while he was passed out, he started having like seizure like oh god, yeah, they got him to the local hospital, which then they helicoptered him down to children's in Cincinnati, mm. you know, so everybody's kind of keeping an eye on him, and then I was like, well, I said, hopefully you know she's not letting him back on the football field, and Tawana, you know my wife, she said, oh, he's had you know quite a few concussions, I'm like, then why is she still letting him play? You know, sorry, kid. I mean, you can yeah, how you like, want to. I'm not going to let you. If you've had concussion after concussion, mm -hmm. you know, then you don't need to be out there playing. No. And I mean, and it's not a case of, oh, overprotective parent. I mean, this is a case of, you know, kid, you've already been getting hurt and I don't yeah. want you to get hurt anymore. Right. Exactly. Because, yeah. Once you show you're prone to concussions, because yeah. not everybody is prone to concussions. Mm -mm. Once you show it, I mean, yeah yeah but and this is when i got to thinking really when kayfabe is it really such a bad thing anymore that a lot of the the rules under kayfabe mm -hmm. they've dropped them and and i know you know because we're old school but we're also we have common sense yeah um you know for the sake of the wrestlers and honestly, for the sake of the business itself, because how much has the business grown exactly in the past thirty some odd years yeah. since Vince McMahon did that? And you can't like, I mean, really, I mean, as much as the curtain call, people want to act like it was like just people want to act like it was just stabbing the business in the back or whatever. But it was like, honestly, I think in the long run, it was a good thing. Because yeah. people people were starting to get smart as to what was going on and who interacted, you know, which wrestlers interacted with each, each other on a personal level. Mm -hmm. And 
now with the, you know, with, you know, social media, especially Twitter, mm -hmm. there's no detail you really can't find out. Like Matt Riddle, they um, wrote him off TV, had uh, Solo Sequoia um, pretty much pull a new MAGA and just destroyed him. Did he do the spike? Yes. Ugh, he did. Yeah. He did the hip thing in the corner and then he did the spike. Yeah. Um, but it was to write Matt Riddle off for six weeks because he failed to he failed two drug tests back to back. So they sent him to rehab for six weeks. So it was a way to write him off TV. And it's like okay, I get storyline wise. Solo attacks Matt Riddle, takes him out for a little while. But everybody read it on Twitter mm -hmm. the next day that Matt Riddle was got, was uh, sent to rehab. So it's like you do they do all this, especially WWE is notorious for it though. They put in so much work to keep that illusion of these wrestlers when you go on social media and you find out the exact opposite of what they're trying to portray. I mean, and some of that I'm kind of okay with, because I also think of it like a, a TV show. Uh, probably the most common thing is one of the female characters gets pregnant in real life. Mm -hmm. And they either write it into the show or they mm -hmm. have her. Um, well, like I think it was in Frasier. It was um, uh, the British lady. She was, uh, yeah, Doctor Crazy Daphne. House Daphne. Yeah, Daphne. She was his caretaker, and then she ended up marrying Niles. Yes. Daphne. Yeah, she got pregnant in real life, um, and so in the show, they um, they didn't say she was pregnant. They just said she was like just gaining a lot of weight at a rapid pace, mm -hmm. and they sent her off. Um, well, she decided to go to the basically they call it a fat camp. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> So she was out yeah. off the show for however many months when in real life, I mean, the actress yeah. was having a baby. Yeah. I mean, I get that, but it's like in this day and age, it's like, I, I do. I like the fact that they like, I like the fact that they say that Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch are married and that, you know, they have a kid and things like that. It, mm -hmm. to me, it makes the people look, it makes, makes the people more relatable. When it's mm -hmm. like, okay, well, you know, they're married. They have, you know, they got kids and all this. And back in the day, though, there was none of that. Like, right. you look at, you look at a Ric Flair pro promo and he's flirting with every woman in the crowd. The whole time he was married, but you couldn't talk about that then. You didn't talk about the fact that you were married. You were supposed to be this single guy and, and you know, and, and the one thing about Rick, and I think about Flair, though. Every once in a while, like when he won the title from Harley mm -hmm. Race, mm -hmm. they brought he was married to Beth by this time, and yep. they brought her into the ring. The cage was still up. Yeah, you know, and of course, a year later, he's still wooing every woman there is. And I'm like, uh -huh. yeah, but he was married. Yep, you know, but I mean, but yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like he's yeah, and I mean, they, they it was that was a rarity though. Yeah, you had you know Arn Tully, you know all those guys. It's like you know never hurt anything and it's like they didn't wear their rings or anything like that and if you notice now nowadays a lot of guys 
because I've seen like Kevin Owens has got his on, Roman Reigns, um, John Moxley, just several guys, and you never used to see that even in the like even in the late nineties when wrestling was really hot, you still didn't have any acknowledgement of anybody's life outside of wrestling. Funny is when you were talking about that, mm-hmm. you I don't know if you realize that you were showing your ring like the yeah. whole <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh that's perfect. Yeah. Um yeah, so I mean I this one because my fingers got all fat when I started getting all fat after I retired the Air Force. This one is, I think it's called the silicone, but it's, it feels more like rubber. Yeah. Uh, so it kind of, I actually, I got too fat for my uh, other ring, the one that I, I still have it, you know, but the mm-hmm. one we, that um, I put on whenever it's one, I got married. And the only times I ever took it off, um, I started taking it off when I went to sleep. Um, but also when I'd work out, like if it uh, didn't matter what kind of workout I was doing, if I was running or if I was lifting or whatever, because my fingers, when the blood would get going, my fingers would swell up and it would hurt like a mother. Mm. <laughs> so I started taking it off then. Yeah. And also so it wouldn't get damaged, especially, you know, lifting, you know, it, but well, yeah, you're right. I mean, um, you know, now you do see them wearing their mm-hmm. rings. I mean, because Roman Reigns is acknowledged. Yeah. I mean, he's got, um, I think his youngest is with another woman. Mm-hmm. I think I'm not, I mean, I could be mistaken because with his wife now, they just keep popping out twins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, what is it about, you know, the Anawaii family? They just, they have twins all over the place. Yeah. But I mean, um, he, he's acknowledged in a, in promos that like he was talking about how, when he was feeding with Brock Lesnar and he said, you know, he said, my wife was disappointed in me and my, you know, my cousins and my dad and all this. And it's like, he's acknowledging all the, you know, these family members and never used to do that, you know, back well, in the day. When, um, when did you find out that Jake Roberts and Sam Houston and Rock and Robin were all siblings? Uh, not until early nineties. Yeah. And I mean, for me, it was probably like late nineties, early two thousands, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, was, I, it I was had early, no idea. Yeah, it was early to mid nineties, and I didn't find it, really. You're right about the Rock and Robin part. I didn't find that out till much the, later. Yeah, the end of the nineties. I found out early early nineties that Sam Houston and Jake Roberts were siblings, but I didn't know about Rock and Robin until later, much later. And they were on a pay-per-view um it was the the rumble either 88 or 89 mm-hmm. all three of them were on that card yeah and never heard an acknowledgement um of course the magazines never acknowledged it the magazines would acknowledge the relations uh between like randy savage and lanny poffa which yeah we yeah. stated the wwf never acknowledged that it wasn't Not until once. after randy died and he yeah. was being put in the hall of fame by lanny yep that's the that's the first and only time that they've acknowledged that they were brothers. They have still never acknowledged Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas, even though there <sighs> there are rumors Uncle Howdy is Bo Dallas. Of course, Uncle yeah. Howdy might be Dutch I, Mantel, which I'd love it if it was Dutch Mantel. Yeah, I really. I've would. I've, uh, I've been seeing those rumors too. Um, Dutch Mantel would be good, but hopefully it's Bo Dallas because hopefully he gets a chance to get on television again. 
Yeah, I'd love to see Bo Dallas, but it just seems weird Bray Wyatt calling his brother his uncle. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so you know, um, and I think Dutch Mantel would be better for that role. But then again, Dutch Mantel is probably not going to be in the ring action. No, no. He's up there now. Yeah. But he's still one of those. He's he's one of the greatest um, minds in the business. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You don't hear about it very often, but right. the wrestlers talk about it. And that, to me, that's what counts. Right. Um. But I don't understand why they don't acknowledge it. It's, there's no harm in it. And, you know, you're saying like the curtain call. I think the reason why people knew about it, they started talking then, is because that was in early 96. Mm-hmm. That's when the internet was really starting. Yep. That's when I was in Japan at the time, but I came back, you know, from Japan. People were talking about AOL. I'm like, well, what the crap is AOL? <laughs> I had no clue. But that AOL was starting to take off. I mean, people, yeah. um, I didn't have a computer at the time, but I knew people who did. Mm-hmm. And I would get on their computer and I would, you know, sometimes I would actually look up wrestling stuff. Right. And um, so they had to have known, look, like you said, these relationships that people had outside of the ring because mm-hmm. they're all they're all friends outside the ring they all know each other outside the ring yeah they're not necessarily friends though right <laughs> so but those guys were you know they were friends legitimate yes. friends you know still are to this day you know and it's like i don't understand why you wouldn't acknowledge that and it's like i don't know it's like, especially in this day and age, why bother with the smoke and mirrors as far as people's relationships go? Because we're going to find out on Twitter real quick. Yep. I mean, <laughs> the information is just the information is too readily available to really keep kayfabe up. I mean, I get right. that there are certain things that you have to do because it's it's pro wrestling. That's just the nature of the business. There's certain things you have to protect and there's, you know, but there's a lot of stuff that's like, even the undertaker stuff. I get the kayfabe in the beginning and he was like the king of kayfabe. Never Mm -hmm. was out of character. If he was seen in public as the undertaker, uh, was never out of character. Didn't, um, didn't do a lot of autograph signings because, he was always in character and, but that worked for a while, but toward the end of his career, it's like, everybody knew, everybody knew mm-hmm. that, you know, everybody knew he wasn't, you know, he wasn't a mortician. He wasn't a, he wasn't a dead man. You know, he wasn't a zombie or anything like that. And I think like when he did the American badass thing, I think that really people could really latch on to that because it was like, you know, he wasn't doing the dark spooky stuff anymore. He was just, you know, a normal guy riding a Harley. Because even if you weren't a biker, it's still Mm -hmm. something you could relate more to. Exactly. You could could talk to this person. Yeah. And he Um, actually, you know, cut promos and different things. And it was just like, yeah, I can relate to that. I can't relate to, you know, Captain Spooky over here, but I, <laughs> I can relate to, you know, this guy. But but then it's like they pick and choose what they want to acknowledge. Like they'll acknowledge that Naomi and Jimmy Uso are married, but 
but there've been other couples that were married or dating that they won't acknowledge. And I, right. I, I don't understand. Uh, you know, why. even they didn't acknowledge that Dean Ambrose, John Moxley, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. him and Renee. Yeah. Renee, um, what was was that her name? She's had a couple of name changes. Uh, it's, because of, uh, it's Renee. It was Renee Young on Renee WWE, Young. but it's uh, Renee. I think it's Paquette. She's from. Yes, uh, that's she's yeah, French she's Canadian. From, yep. They didn't acknowledge they were married until it was actually the day the episode of uh, Raw where Roman announced that his leukemia had come back. Yeah, and then the Miz had uh, the Miz had cut a promo talking about he said that uh she asked him something the Miz was feuding with Dean Ambrose yes. over the Intercontinental title yep. and he's she asked him something about Dean Ambrose and he's like I don't know why you're asking me you should know you're the one sleeping with him yeah and then there was that when she said oh no it was one of the other um commentators she said I mean I I couldn't tell if she was being if yeah it was a work or a shoe. she's like how dare you yeah it's and... like it's like I, yeah, I couldn't tell either. It seemed like she was a little irritated. They put her personal life out there, but yeah, um, but it's things like that. And it's my thing is, it's almost twenty twenty three. Why bother? And JoJo, when she yeah. left, yeah, it was because you know she had um, she and Bray Wyatt. That mm-hmm. well, Bray Wyatt was still married to his first wife. Yep. And he ended up knocking up Jojo. Yep. While he was still married to his first wife. Right, right. Um, and Jojo got taken off the air. She probably got taken off the air because she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because they're like, hey, we're gonna cut down your work schedule some because right. we, don't want, we don't want you traveling all the way all around the country yeah. while you're pregnant. And but then I, she just hasn't come back. So yeah. Um probably and now they have two kids and she's mm-hmm. at home probably, you know, helping raise her kids. Yeah. But they never talked about that at all on the mm-hmm. air. She was just not there one day. Yeah, she was just gone. Um, and it's like, well, like AEW, they're pretty good about acknowledging stuff. Like people have, uh, like Andrade, people have cut promos on Andrade and talk about his, you know, his father-in-law and all that stuff. And um they they've acknowledged that Moxley and Renee are married and things like that. It's like they kind of treat people more of relatable people and not so much as superheroes. Like they, right? Because you know when we were kids growing up, it's like especially WWE. It's like they were portrayed as like these larger than life superheroes and. It's like once you started finding out behind the scenes stuff, it's like, hmm, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. And uh, some of the stories that I've read about protecting the business, protecting kayfabe. Yeah. And I mean, I got to, um, I got to give it to them. I mean, some of them, I mean, there was always rumors, but it was always the same people. All wrestling's fake. No it's not fake, you know, because you, you know, you're saying fake, you're saying that that guy really did not just get his arm broken when we right. can see it hanging off by 10. Exactly. Yeah. You know, that people really were getting hurt. Um, but I mean, I was always kind of wondering, I was like, 
I mean, even as a kid, I was like, how come in, in Jim Crockett, they were like this. Now all of a sudden they're in New York and they're different. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, and by the way, when they were in like Portland, they were different than that. Or when they were in Texas, they were different than, and so that part is like, okay, different characters, whatever people change, yeah. you know, but some of the other stories I hear about them protecting the business, it, it was like, in fact, it was Roman Reigns' dad and his uncle. Often mm-hmm. Sika, they were traveling with somebody, and I'd have to look and try to find the name of the, the guy they were traveling with. Um, but he was not Samoan. And right. they, they were going down the road, and he was driving. He got pulled over. And he was trying to explain to the cop, look, we're just going here. And he's like looking at them two going, tell him, tell him. They were just sitting there like, <laughs> because they don't speak English. Exactly. They had to they had to keep that character right. going. And this guy, I mean, uh, eventually, they, I mean, he was about to be taken to jail for like something. Mm-hmm. And they didn't speak. So like the promoter eventually had to step in and say, no, we need to mm-hmm. get him out of there. Um and then you hear the story of Tim Woods when he was in the plane wreck with Flair and Johnny yeah. Valentine. Yeah. You know, it, even though him and Johnny Valentine were feuding at the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he, I mean, Flair talks about it in his first book. He went, Tim Woods went to the hospital, checked himself out, wrestled like the next night, but got injured. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. And so that took him out of action. And then when the paper said, Oh, Flair, Valentine, and then some other person, because mm-hmm. if they had found out that Tim Woods was in that plane wreck as well, yeah, I mean, that would have killed, maybe. I don't think, honestly, I don't think it would have killed a bit, but at the time, that's what, I mean, and they had every reason to believe it killed a bit. Yeah. Well, it's like when um, Jim Duggan and the Iron Sheik got <laughs> pulled yeah. over, and they were, they, were, they were feuding. I mean, all over the country, they were feuding with mm-hmm. each other. But I mean, they were riding buddies and they ended up getting pulled over and it was, you know, it was big news for then and promoters were losing their mind because it's like, you're, you know, you're messing up the business and you're breaking kayfabe and all this. And it's like, you know, forget the fact that Darren Sheik had like all the cocaine in his bag. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Forget that. Oh no. You're, why are you doing traveling to get? Yeah, you're not supposed. You're you're enemies. I just saw yeah. you wrestle him last night. I forget the fact just, that Hacksaw drove by a state trooper drinking a beer. That's why they yeah. got pulled over. Well, yeah, in the air, just in the air, it. drinking a beer. How's it going? <laughs> you yeah, know? it's like it's like no tough guy. That's not that's not no. how it works. <laughs> Cop pulls him over, looks at him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and but it's stuff like that, like Van Dam and um, Sabu, who feuded a lot in ECW and but were friends out uh, actual friends outside they got pulled over that's why Rob Van Dam lost two world titles in 48 hours because he, because that's when he had all the weed yeah, well he had all the weed and then Sabu had all the pills it was the pills that got him popped <laughs> because Sabu oh, had a ton of pills on him and and he probably was not intending to sell them. He was probably because oh, Sabu, sure. he did some stuff that I'm like, that dude's crazy. Yeah, I'm sure. But then, but like Van Dam was in the car, he was involved. So WWE is like, he's world champion on two brands. I can't have that, you know, <laughs> can't have that happen. So it's 
let's speed it up and him drop both titles real quick. And then they suspended him for 30 days. Right. Which is weird because Van Dam gets suspended for 30 days and loses both world titles for weed. But Matt Riddle failed two drug tests just recently for cocaine and gets sent to rehab. I mean, I don't think I can say that. Maybe it's it's a difference in attitudes now because, I mean, that was... Maybe. But um, because now when Van Dam, you know, who was very open about he was a, oh, an yeah. advocate for weed. Yep. You know, he's on interviews going, what time is it? 420? Hold on. I'll be right back. Yeah, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. And and he comes back and he's like, hey, anybody got, got some, something I can snack on? Yeah, you got some snacks. <laughs> I'm a little thirsty. <laughs> I'm a little thirsty. You know, uh, I got, I got, I'm just really hungry. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. But, I don't know what happened, but I'm starving. <laughs> Um, I don't know what that cloud is back there. You know, what, <laughs> um, I don't forgot what. <laughs> but now, weed, pot, marijuana, yeah, you know, it grass, whatever. It's it's legal now in quite a few states. Yeah, it's it doesn't have that negative connotation to it that it used to. Used to, it was right. like, you know, anybody that smoked weed, they were just like, oh, you're going to hell. Because you smoke weed. And now it's just like, eh. And now they sell weed light at gas stations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's that new Delta 8 or whatever? It's, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, Because my wife, she and her friend, they went down to Louisville a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And they saw, they had never heard of the Delta 8 stuff before. Mm-hmm. So they got so because, I mean, and um, there, there for a little bit, I mean, I was actually a um, distributor of... CBD, mm-hmm. which is supposed to be cannabis oil without the THC. Right. Apparently, the Delta Eight actually has. It does. It has some THC. in it. Yeah. Because my wife took some, and she took twice as much as I guess is what mm-hmm. recommended. Oh well. And she said uh, she was very very hungry. <laughs> they were like looking, you know, um, but but that was right there. In Kentucky, which, by the way, you and I both know, if they make it legal, legal, mm-hmm. Kentucky will all of a sudden, you know, things would shift real quick as far as which states have all the money. Oh yeah, absolutely. Kentucky yeah. and West Virginia both. Yeah, <laughs> it would go. Whoop. Mm-hmm. And you know, just want to throw that out there. We everybody knows, <laughs> you know, the official number one cash crop of Kentucky is probably tobacco. The unofficial number one cash crop is marijuana exactly um if you ever lived in kentucky for any amount of time you no. probably know that <laughs> so you don't just go walking through somebody's field no you do uh, not because that yeah, is you, a you're going okay get... i'm gonna take a shortcut through here and i don't know what all those booby trap looking things are yeah. but, um but anyway and in in ohio where i live it's still not legal mm-hmm. but if a cop sees you with it all they're going to do is just take it from you. They're just right. going to confiscate it. Right. As long as you're, you're not driving. Not going... now, now, if you're driving, right. that's another story, but yeah. Cause then you're driving, you know, you're driving while intoxicated. While you're impaired. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, but now, like you said, Matt Riddle, you pop for that. And they have the storyline. And I think some of the reason why they, they continue to have those kind of storylines. And like I said, I'm, I'm fine with it because 
they're not going to come out necessarily, even though they have before, and say, well, he popped positive on a drug test. Yeah, that's true. But um, there have been wrestlers in the past to win. Who they did say that. Who they like did Roman say Reigns. that. Roman yeah. Reigns, they did that. Yeah, they said it about Roman. They said it, who was it? There was another wrestler that. Randy Orton. Randy, yeah. At the six or seven times he's. I, I know. and But they've legitimately said it. William Regal, when he, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he won King of the Ring and was getting that monster push. And they were even talking about making him WWE champion. And then he failed a drug test. And they announced it on air that he failed a drug test and got uh, got suspended for either 30 or 60 days. I think it was his second one. So it was like 60 days. William Regal. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and, That's uh, right. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, audio only, I'm wearing the brass knuckles that I bought at the Renaissance Fair. <laughs> yeah, these are legit brass knuckles, by the way. Anyway. Power of the punch. Power of the punch. But I think I'm just trying to look at the advantage of some of the ones who are still wanting to stick to kayfabe. I've seen it on the indies. Mm-hmm. Um, NWF, you know, tries to stick to kayfabe somewhat. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had the wrestlers talk open with us, yeah, uh, both on the air, uh, more so off the air, because yeah. we have heard some stuff that I mean, because and we're not going to repeat a lot of the things we no. heard just because no. uh, we just we just won't. I mean, that, and that's out of um, respect for them, exactly. But we've even, I mean, I've had conversations with Roger about a couple of things. Uh, more Tasha, you know, Big Mama, his his mm-hmm. his Big Mama, not your Big right. Mama. Right. Uh, but um, I've had conversations with her, you know, about different things. But she also knows I'm not going to come on here and broadcast the things that I hear from her. Exactly. Yeah. And so, I mean, and that's out of respect for them, you know, respect for their business. And, you know, and I've also seen where uh, the war, war promoter, um, Tom Williams. Mm-hmm. Now, I've never actually met him in real life. Uh, because he promotes up in Lima, around that area, and it's it's a little bit of a distance away from here. I mean, it's it's north of Dayton, and Dayton itself is an hour and a half away from me. Oh wow! So yeah, so I mean, it's north of that. Um, but he's actually on my Facebook, and a lot of the uh, the rest of the NWF they know him because they've actually done shows for him at times. Mm-hmm. But he's another ad- adherent to um to kayfabe because if you see on his on his facebook he had he, he even talked about recently he said nothing can kill a show like having two guys you know they're enemies enemies boom we're going to fight and then they immediately go to their own social medias and they're posting pictures of themselves shaking hands and thanking each other and things like that yeah. and i'm like yeah i get it mm-hmm. you know i get where he's coming from and maybe you know they're he's kind of looking at the fans who don't know the nature mm-hmm. that makes any sense yeah and and it's not just kids uh there's some guys that i've met um local who really believe that battle royal where somebody won five thousand dollars they really believe what they handed him was five thousand dollars right and i'm like i'm not going to correct him because it makes him happy to believe that right yeah, you know, so it, it's not going to do it, it, it. It's not going to do any good. I mean, um, to say, "Oh no, that's not really five thousand dollars." I'm like, "Okay, right. you know, yeah, you're yeah. right." Um, but some of the other stuff, though, 
because at not just indie shows, it um, even in the WWE and AEW, and I'm going to assume Ring of Honor, Impact, mm-hmm. they all come from the same entrance. Yep. Yep. Which means they're all in the same areas backstage. Yeah. You know, now they make say, well, they keep them separate. You know, everybody <laughs> yeah. has their own dressing room. No, a couple people have their own dressing rooms. Yeah. But for the most part, I mean, they're all lumped into one big. Sometimes men and women, all of them are lumped into mm-hmm. into one. If they don't have a lot of spaces, they may they may have one for the women, one for the men sometimes. But and I know like all the NWF shows I've watched, they are all coming from the same area. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but I mean, so a lot of the fans, I mean, they want to keep that magic going. And right. And I'm okay with that. You know, um, some of the other fans, if they want to call us uh, smarts or smarks. Yeah. You know, and I'm I'm okay with that because, I mean, we've been smartened up. We don't know everything because I also don't want to get to the point where I'm, I'm not going to be broadcasting what, you know, you and I have talked about, what we text about right. it and think is going to happen because I don't, I'm not going to be like the Dave Meltzer that says, you know, oh, this is going to happen at WrestleMania. They're going to drop the title. Oh, this is comeback is going to happen. Oh, this is going to happen. Yeah. And people are making bets on that. I'm like, I still want to enjoy the show. You and I might talk about it. Right. You know, we might make but, our yeah. predictions on here. Yeah. But we're not trying to really dictate to them what they're going to do with their own show. Right. Yep. And you know, to me... I mean, I guess maybe since we're older, I mean, it's kind of like knowing, you know, how special effects happen in movies. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's not going to stop me from enjoying the movie. No, not at all. Um, and I think for the business sake, and I think for the wrestler safety, I think some of the things about kayfabe, I'm glad are no longer being mm-hmm. implemented, uh, because forcing Steve Williams, Doctor Death Steve Williams, to wrestle a match the day after he ha- he legitimately had 108 stitches put in his eye. Yeah. And I think Bill Watts should have been punched upside his head for that. Not that I'm going to do it because Bill Watts is a big dude and he could probably <laughs> that dude. But yeah, Bill yeah. Watts was just that's he the, was notorious for that. Yeah, that's a classic like toxic masculinity, yeah, type thing. And it's like he made you know if you worked for Bill Watts, you, you worked hurt because he didn't care. Yeah, and imagine you are just like anybody else. You want you socialize, you go to a bar, somebody sees you, hey, I'm mm-hmm. gonna go beat up that phony wrestler, and they hit you from behind with a bottle and knock right. you out. All of a sudden now you're getting fired because you got beat up at a bar. Yeah, and it's like, but he hit me from behind. I didn't see it from coming. Behind. And things like that would happen. It's like, mm-hmm. well, what's the point? And they were doing it for like twenty or thirty dollars a night. Yeah. Yeah. And which meant they had to to do this a lot. And sometimes, mm-hmm. I mean, they're working double shots where I'm going to get double the money. I just made $40. Yeah. You know, if you lucked out, um, Jerry Lawler and Michael Hayes, that you talk about this on uh, one of the, the WWE, that, I'm pretty sure they still have it on Peacock where they had those. Oh, uh, the um, round table session. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, well, this wasn't the round. Well, the round tables I think kind of came later. 
but this was something very similar. Mm. And I cannot remember the, it was like the, the, the semicircle thing. That's why I know it wasn't round. <laughs> of course, I mean, I, I, it's probably the same thing that you're talking about though. Yeah. Um, where Michael Hayes was talking to Jerry Lawler and he says, you burnt my hair. <laughs> and he's like, what? So he's like, so you burnt my hair. He's like, I don't want to tell you, Michael fire burns. And, yeah. and of course that's when Jim Ross asked Michael Hayes, did you look like dog, the bounty hunter back then too? But, <laughs> um, but then they asked Michael Hayes, did you get paid any extra for that? He's like, sure did. I got a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And they were laughing, but then they all pointed out they're like back then a hundred dollars. Yeah, that was that a lot was of money still back a lot then. Of money. Yeah, yeah. You know, so but they're doing all this thing. They're working hurt, which means how do you stop yourself from being hurt? You start taking things to kind of numb that. So mm-hmm. you can keep performing, so you can keep making this money, so you can get hurt more. Yep. I mean, it's kind of a it's cycle. a vicious cycle. Yeah. yeah. And you know, and now all the stuff we know about CTE mm-hmm. that they didn't know back then. And like Harley Race, I mean, he was doing those headbutts. And then before yeah. he before he died, he even said he wishes he would have never done them because there was guys yeah. emulating him. Yep. Um, Dynamite Kid, we saw what became of him. And of course, Chris Benoit, I mean, he's the most mm-hmm. famous case. Yep. And, but you had to go out and had to work. And you're eventually ruining this guy's life. And I mean, in the case of Benoit, I mean, we know yeah, what, you know, the rest of the story and dynamite kid, you know, if you keep up with, um, you know, he even admits in his book. I mean, he was not a nice person. Oh yeah. Yeah. And no, he, I've honestly never heard as far as in ring skills, I've heard a lot of good things about him person be a as a person i've heard nothing good about the dynamite right kid. i never heard anything good about the dynamite kid and it kind of makes you wonder all the damage you know mm-hmm. because he, once again when he hurt his back and he said the, the weird thing was he actually did not hurt his back in the ring he hurt his back when he was um nikolai volkov he was actually helping him pop his back and of course nikolai volkov was like a big dude yeah yeah he was i mean he was like twice dynamite kid's size yeah but he stood to crack his back and all of a sudden he he felt something pop in his own back Mm. and that's what you know um when he and and i was was about to call him the british bulldog him and davy boy Mm -hmm. when they were still the champions and he got him brought him to the ring had to carry him on his back to the ring yeah and then jimmy hard hit him with the megaphone which by the way i've actually held that megaphone (laughs) i just figured i'd throw that in there um and it's a knock dynamite out and then they got the belt uh but he had to wrestle hurt Mm -hmm. during that time and just like the ones i mean when you you had to watch you should watch your behavior anyway if you're in the public eye, because if you're in the public eye, you're always in the public eye. Always. Always. Yeah, you're you're living under a microscope. And I mean, that's just that's just yep. the way it is. I mean, and we would know we're on IMDB now. Exactly. So I mean so we, we would know, know. We know about these things now. That just comes with, you know, yeah, being on comes IMDb. With me. Exactly. <laughs> so and uh, okay, I just <laughs> completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, I was saying you have to watch your behavior because if you are if you were a face, 
well, you you know, you had to interact with the fans. Oh yeah. You couldn't say get away with get away from me, kid. Yeah. If you were a heel, you had to drop kick the kid out of your face. Oh yeah. You know, you couldn't you, you couldn't interact with the kid because you're supposed to be the the villain and not like anybody and all this. And it's like, you know, the bad guys aren't going to sign autographs or anything. So, right. Bad guys don't sign autographs. Bad guys don't sell merch. The full horseman proved that wrong. Exactly. Yeah. And the AWA, I mean, I'll admit the AWA, we said this before we had a, a one of our, actually about a year ago now, we took out the subject Vern Gagne. You know, mm-hmm. in some ways he was kind of ahead of his times because the AWA, they were the first ones to push merch as a company. Yeah. And they yeah. had good guys and bad guys. Mm-hmm. And so in that case, I think finally, like, I don't think kayfabe will ever completely go away because you are still going to have the fans who, you know, from little kids all the way up through mm-hmm. whatever they, they still believe the magic. Right. Right. And I would never want to take that away. Yeah. From and that is, that's perfectly fine. It's like ne- never try to take something away from someone that makes them happy. If, I mean, if, if you don't necessarily agree with it and that's fine, but don't ruin it for somebody else. Right. But as far as like, was it good for business? Oh, heck yeah. I think it was good for business. Oh, absolutely. It was good for business. I mean, especially, you know, it, kayfabe had its time and its place like business-wide kayfabe had its time and its place and it was really good for business. It's just, you know, the business is evolving. So you kind of have to change with the times and with the information being so easy to obtain these days, it's kind of hard. I feel like it's kind of hard to keep most kayfabe up when, you know, at the swipe of your thumb, you can find out anything Mm -hmm. you can, anything you want to about a particular wrestler. And not only that, but now you have these conventions mm-hmm. yep. that you can go to and you can meet all the wrestlers, which is good good for overall for the business, even though mm-hmm. a lot of the ones that you meet aren't necessarily active anymore. Yeah. Uh, but you still get a chance to meet them. Right. Um, and, of course, here's the ironic thing. When you have somebody like Cornette who will bash the lack of kayfabe at times. But I want to look at him and say, if it was still going on, you wouldn't have your two podcasts. Exactly. Exactly. You would not be as known. Yeah. I mean, and he, Cornette, I mean, he's known within wrestling as, you know, probably one of the best podcasts out there. I mean, I'll go ahead and say it. Yeah. He would just stay away from politics. That's, <laughs> that's one thing everybody says. Well, he'll go on a political rant and he'll just go on it forever and ever and ever. And you're like, all right, dude, come yeah. on, let's bring and, him back. And not just not just that, but it's like he has a personal bias against certain wrestlers. Yes. And it, you know, you can't be you can't do that and expect your show to be objective when I mean he literally despises Kenny Omega. For, for whatever what, reason. For what reason I have no I I don't know to this day. Um there's a couple of other wrestlers that he can't stand, and it's like he will never say Kenny Omega could have the greatest match anybody has ever seen in his life. And Jim Cornette's going to say it was garbage because just because he, he can't stand Kenny Omega. So it's like, you can't be objective. You have to be objective with this. You can't, you know, let your personal feelings, you know, cloud what you're watching. 
and he's also stated he does not like Brock Lesnar, but he's also stated why. Mm-hmm. Um, him and Santino Morella, and Santino, mm-hmm. you know, tried to mend fences, and Cornette wasn't having it. You know, this is like ten years after the fact. Yeah, and there's video of it where he stood up in Santino's face, and I'm like, do you realize Santino could tie you up in a knot, legit? Yeah. And it's like the dude's trying to bury the hatchet and get along with you, and you just want to keep this going. And it's like, it just makes Cornette look old and bitter. Is it all does. it does. And a lot of his rants on his podcast make him seem old and bitter. Yeah. And it's like, I and, get, I get that you were part of a huge boom in wrestling during the eighties. I get that. Yeah. You know, one of the greatest creative minds in the history of wrestling has Jim Cornette. But wrestling changes from decade to decade. Mm-hmm. But Jim Cornette is still stuck in 1986. Yeah. He wants everything to be how it was in 86, 87, 88. It's not. We're 30 plus years past that. And of course, one of the other ironic things about Cornette is when he starts saying, well, they're misogynistic. And I'm like, Jim, what word do you keep referring to Sable as? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Sonny, for that matter. Mm hmm. So yeah. you may want to. Yeah, that's the pot you know, in the kettle, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, as far as like wrestling minds. Oh, tremendous. Corn- yeah. I mean, I mean, he's he's in easy top five wrestling minds. I mean, he's up there with Paul Heyman, that type of wrestling genius. Yes. And, hey. and of course, the Variety Rock thing, they don't get along either. Yeah. Many um, of it is like Paul Heyman just doesn't care. Right. I mean, he's like, doesn't matter to me if he don't like me. Well, because. Yeah, Paul Heyman's had his issues with promotions in the past, but Cornette has been, he's had issues with promoters every single place he's been. Yeah, and Paul Heyman is enough of a businessman and a smart enough person to know, yeah, we had our issues, but there's still money to be, there's still money on the table to be made. So if working with them is going to make me more money, then I'm going to put all that aside and make this money right because in the end it's a job and you're working to get paid so don't burn every bridge you can burn just for the sake just because you can and i feel like that's what jim Cornette does he burns every he's burned every single bridge with every promoter he's ever worked with because he could burn the bridge it's like just because you have the matches don't mean you have to light them Uh, yeah exactly now i like that um (laughs) I'm going to have to figure out a way to work that to a conversation tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and I, I actually, I'm going to say this about Cornette real quick. And Cornette, had, he never thinks ahead, like, because no. we, we've actually talked about this, like how we're not going to bury somebody, because we're not actually burying Cornette right now. I mean, we're no. not, you know, we're just kind of making some observations because yeah. we also say great wrestling, one of the greatest wrestling minds, a story Absolutely. of it. I One mean, of the greatest wrestling managers ever. Yes. Um, and he was he was a good promoter. He he understands the business. Mm-hmm. You know, probably if you want to have like a top five people who really understand the business. Oh, Jim Cornette's up there. Yeah. You also want to have a top five of people who should just stop running people people's names through the mud. Jim Cornette's on that list too. <laughs> yeah. Because he um he's talked a lot of smack about Triple H in the past. Mm-hmm. Because he said Triple H isn't the guy who makes the money. Triple H is the guy who works with the guy who makes the money. Mm-hmm. Triple H is now one of the most powerful people in wrestling. <clears throat> exactly. And he actually, Triple H, his mind, by the way, is also up there. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Triple H really, really understands the business. Kenny Omega, by the way, is also really, an executive. Really, uh, yeah, and, <laughs> and he, so, Kenny Omega really understands yes. the business as well. And they're the ones who are in those positions because they didn't run anybody down. Exactly. You know, not in public, at least. Not I mean, in public, made... yeah. They were smart enough to, I mean, they were smart enough to know. I mean, I can tell some people in private that I know won't, you know, betray my trust, but I'm never going to speak ill of anybody in pu public because I'm eventually have to work with this person. Right. Sooner, sooner or later. And, you know, and we've decided on the show and if for anybody listening, we don't run anybody down. No, we do not hate Brock Lesnar. No, we do not hate Ronda Rousey. No. Um, we will call it like we don't think they should be getting the pushes they get. Exactly. That's it. You know, That's but, it and, for and me. We'll, exactly. Yeah. And we'll explain why. I mean, we do think they're very legit fighters. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but we're talking like from a push and storyline standpoint, why we think they should be throttled back some. Right. You know, but I mean, but they have their fans. You know, um, they they had their supporters, and that's fine. I mean, I think every wrestler should have their supporters. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and because we have folks we support. Yeah. You know, um, but we decided we're not going to talk trash about somebody because somebody could be a potential interview. Exactly. Exactly. And how are we going to get them on the show? Somebody go. Well, they just ran your name. Yeah. The and, mud and and not only that. Word of mouth is still a powerful tool. Mm -hmm. If we run somebody down on a podcast, it gets back to them. It's our, other people have already heard this, so it's it's circulating before it ever gets back to the person that yeah. we, you know, say we put somebody down. The person we put down, it gets back to them, but it's already gone through a lot of people before it gets to them. So mm -hmm. they're just going to be like, well, don't listen to that podcast because all they do is bash people. And by the way, we, we know this because fortunately we've actually had wrestlers reach out to us wanting to come on the show mm -hmm. because they heard about us through another wrestler exactly, and another podcast. In fact, mm -hmm. um, TNC sports talk, Yep, they heard about us from juice Yep, because they were talking to juice about, and he said, Hey, you need to go check out armchair booking. Because Juice has been on the show before. Right. And, you know, so, I mean, we're like, that's awesome. You know, so, um, because, unfortunately, you don't always have that because a lot of people, they just rather hear bad. Yeah. Because that's yeah. one of the things, bad news tends to travel fast because bad yep. news is gossip. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, nobody wants to tell the good stuff. They always want to tell the bad. Right. And, and I'm not saying that we as human beings aren't guilty of that as well. Oh, yeah. You know, Absolutely. I mean. Yeah. Try not to be, yeah. But you know, um, but every once in a while, it just kind of happens, you know. So we just gotta, we try to remember when the microphones are on, and kind of right. watching <laughs> yep. what we're saying. Um, I mean, I don't think Cornette's ever going to come on our show, you know. No, but, but I mean, but we're still not going to bash him. But we are. I give my honest observations, and that is, he's become a bitter old man, and that's. I mean, yeah. All you all you gotta do is listen to listen to an episode of his podcast, and you'll you'll see um, it just as clear as I do. Although I will say there is one person that we're gonna bash, and that is Clown Shoes. Oh yeah, always bash John Laurinaitis because he is a stain on pro wrestling. 
Yes. The only good thing John Laurinaitis ever did was create the cutter. Yep. It's the only that's the only thing that's his sole contribution to professional wrestling is he created the cutter. Yep. Uh so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh but man, but you know who would know the answer to all this because the big question is kayfabe dying necessarily a bad thing? You know who would really know the answer? Oh, yeah, the Podfather, Ted. Ted. Yeah. Ted would know. Yeah, because he. You is haven't listened to Ted's podcast. You need to. It's it's excellent. Yes, and yeah, the Hill Truth. Go check it out at Hillbilly Hill on Twitter. That is the only social media that he does, mm-hmm. and that's the amazing thing. Yes, Ted has, has become. Twitter. Yeah, yeah, he is like the connection for everybody because he's mm-hmm. the one who's really been pushing that and he only does Twitter. Yeah. And because I mean it makes it almost think we think, are we doing something wrong? I know, right? <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> because, but then maybe because he does focus on just that, you know, yeah. so uh he devotes one hundred percent of his time to that, whereas we're going, right. okay, we're trying to do this one, which means we're having to divide our time. Right. But his strategy is working. That's why yeah. he is the pod father. We said we're creating an empire. Then we have to get a step back and go, we'll get out of your way now. Yeah, we'll get out of your way. We'll, <laughs> you know, we'll catch up. It'll be all right. Um, yeah. And, but I mean, we appreciate his support all the same because, I mean, yes. he's been very supportive of us and, um, and we're very supportive of him. We're also very supportive of Wrestling with the Truth mm-hmm. because we've also been on their show and it's now it's, uh, our turn to have them on ours. Uh, just like we've been on Ted's show, he's been on ours. Uh, man, who else? I mean, we're thinking of, I mean, I mean, there's other non-wrestling podcasts, yeah. true crime cast and bless their hearts, both by Jamie and John, the mixtape podcast. I got to mention them. Um, there's another one hooked on movies. This okay. is one. I, yeah. That one, they have been, they, they would, they do movie reviews, but if you listen to, they were actually on wrestling with the truth. That's where I, I okay. first heard of them because one of the guys for, for hooked on movies is a huge wrestling fan. Okay. So they actually had him on, and I'd, I would love to do some kind of collaboration with them. In fact, I mean, I even have an idea that I'll tell you mm-hmm. once we're off the air because I don't want anybody stealing it. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, we know since we get on IMDb, we know our worth. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and um, and if you follow the at booking armchair, you, know, you can see the picture I took it's not like the profile is just glamorous. It just basically has our name and it says, here's an episode list. I mean, that's mm-hmm. it. It's because I didn't even know we were there. Right. You know, so now there's another, another task of going on there and yeah, maybe I, but I don't even know. I, I, Cause I have no idea how it got there. Yeah. You know, know, um, my son tried to claim credit. I said, did you really? Because <laughs> I mean, and it wouldn't doubt it because I mean, he has, he has an elite status on Yelp. Yeah. Uh, you know, he had that when he was 10. <laughs> and we're like, we didn't believe. No, my my daughter looked and she starts laughing. She's like, he does. He has an elite status on Yelp. Oh my god! You know, last year him and his friends created a micronation called Billingston, and they, I mean, they had a parliament, they had a military, they had a president, vice president, oh, wow. they had a flag. That I mean, they had really. Got, it was him and Randy. It was mm-hmm. his son who yeah. was part of that. <laughs> I'm like. I'm worried about him trying to find like booby pictures. Right. Like, that's why I'm searching his phone. I'm not thinking. Yeah, he's building an empire. Over he's building an empire of his own. I'm like, which makes, you know, you, you say your kid's too smart for their own good. Well, mm-hmm. 
You know, it, it's almost like the kid in Better Off Dead, not you know, ever you remember the yeah. kid who built the rocket ship? Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. Damn. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like 12 years old. I mean, I was nowhere that advanced at 12. Right. right. <laughs> so same. Uh, but anyway, so real quick before we cut loose, your answer to the question of is kayfabe dying necessarily a bad thing? Uh, I feel, I don't feel that it's a bad thing. I think it's a good thing because wrestling has evolved so much in the last 40 years that I don't see the necessary, I don't see the need for widespread kayfabe. I mean, there's certain instances, certain characters that I, I get that's necessary, but overall, no, I don't, I don't think it dying is a bad thing. I agree. People are too aware and too smart now and. You know, to you can't really pull the wool over people's eyes like you used to be able to. Exactly, and the internet is way too big. Social media mm-hmm. is way too big. Yeah. Um, even before social media, you could still you just Google pro wrestling, or you go to a search engine mm-hmm. and look up pro wrestling. Yeah. Even before yeah. Google. Yep. And you could find all sorts of you know you had to sift through mm-hmm. what's you know the real yeah backstage and what's not. Yeah, but and I think yeah, there was there was a bunch of clickbait even back then. Oh yeah, and I think that it's better for the business overall because I mean, look at the crowds. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's better for the wrestlers, their health, their financial, everything. Yeah, I think it's better for the fans uh, because now you can actually, you know, interact a little bit better. Yeah, um, more about the business, the merchandise because. Heels don't, they don't have as much for them, but they still have their own merchandise. Yeah. Unless and, you're Roman who has an entire line of stuff, but. Yeah. Now, I mean, he's, because he's that, that kind of a tweener, they'll mm-hmm. acknowledge him and then they'll start booing him. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, because it's all part of that. And that's the thing with the fan interaction at mm-hmm. shows. Uh, I mean, that's why I think it's overall, it's a good thing because if you tried to keep it the same as what it was during the seventies, I think that the wrestlers, the business would, it would never really grow. It would just right. keep stagnant because you're not going to find that many people willing to do that for whatever the equivalent of $30 a night is now. That's true. Yep. You know, you're just not, you know, but in the meantime, uh, we've got a lot of things that we're looking at over the horizon, you know, potential interview, more interviews that we've mm-hmm. been trying to get scheduled and, but we had to get our, our own schedules right first. Yeah. We got to get, uh, we got to get past the holidays and then. Yeah. We got to get past the holidays. So that's what I'm saying. No, as far as I know right now, not even going to attempt to do any interviews until after the new year. Yeah. Um, But right now we are starting to try to set some up for mm-hmm. after the new year. Uh, One more shout out I'm going to give, and that is actually to Riley Matthews. Her birthday is today. Absolutely. Happy birthday, Riley. Yeah. yeah, You are no longer a teenager. We expect you to learn (laughs) some responsibility. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) uh, Riley's great. If you've never seen her wrestle, uh, I mean, she's absolutely fantastic. So, um, but I don't know what we have on the the agenda for Thursday. It's, It's that time of year. Yeah. You know, so, but we'll figure it out. Yep. But until we see each other again, good night and God bless. God bless.